Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, the good people who are listening to this, driving their car, lifting weights, going for a run, uh, sitting in the dark, uh, my preferred method of audio listening, thank you for listening. Um, we are back for 2023. This is the first show. I took a, I took a big old break because of the holidays and work and just lack of motivation to do this. So we are back full throttle and, uh, yeah. How y'all been? Everybody good? I, I want to start by saying, um, it seems like a fucking century ago at this point, but everybody who reached out about my Howard Stern appearance, uh, so much fun. Genuinely enjoyed it. Actually, it's, uh, it's apropos because I have the, my check for winning the Holly Weird Square segment that I participate in. Um, right here, just got here. So I got my prize money, you know, I got to do a bucket list thing. Uh, it was a very good time. If you guys have the Sirius XM app, go ahead and watch that. There's the video, the full video of it, uh, on there now. Um, or if you just want to see me and Sean, the other contestant get, uh, get introduced, you can go on YouTube on the Howard Stern page and see that. But either way, it was a, it was a really good time and, uh, yeah, glad I could be a part of it. It was funny because, uh, you really, people in the military uh, who are like active duty and like myself and been doing it for a while, you kind of forget how the outside world views military people, you know what I mean? And like kind of the, the stereotypes and stuff that come with it. And I was thinking about that today, uh, about the, the branch stereotypes, right? All, all the, the, the branches have it like, um, you know, for instance, the Air Force is like, oh, entitled and, and stuck up and stuff. And I thought out of all the... Um, out of all the stereotypes when it comes to the major branches, like what, what is the most actually insulting one? And I, I, I think it might, I don't know, it might be the Air Force, but uh, let me go through them, right? So you have the Air Force, uh, kind of the cliche is, oh, uh, they're, you know, they get more money and they have better things and they're stuck up and oh, hoo, hoo, um, which is like, okay, well, you're attacking their work ethic and their character and it seems mean. Um, <laughs> I'm going to break them all down like this. Then army, uh, they're so big and useless is like the stereotype, right? There's just, the army is the biggest branch by far. And it's just like that, but they also don't do anything. So again, attacking their character and their work ethic, soldiers do a lot. Um, and then the Marines, oh, they're dumb crown eaters as, as it becomes, I, I know some people say crayon, but it's crown. It's from where I'm from. Um, but like, you know, they eat crowns and they fucking, um, they're dumb knuckle draggers, blah, blah, blah. It's like, okay, well, it's not, it's not true. It's not nice. Plenty of Marines are very intelligent human beings. Um, <laughs> and then you go to the Navy stereotype. It was the one big thing about the Navy, right? Oh, gay. You all are gay. Bunch of silly sailors, seamen, and then all the stuff. So I guess, I guess attacking our, uh, sexual preference is, is the real jab. Um, which I got to think, if we if we really boil down all these insults, the Navy wins, right? As far as like the least actually insulting. Okay, so you're calling me gay. Um, I guess that's an insult. Like, bro, it's fucking, it's 1998. 1998, you need to fucking grow up, you know? Um, calling somebody gay is not that big of an insult, but that's the one we get, right? And I was thinking about these stereotypes a lot. And uh, I was, I went back to the Marine one, because I'm like, I obviously have served with the Marines for a long time. And met so many intelligent and just incredibly interesting people and then to have it all boiled down to like oh they're so dumb they're jar heads because their haircut looks like an j- empty jar <laughs> and it does but i currently have a marine corps haircut right now because my barber well not even my barber a barber 
I made the mistake of telling a military uh, barber or a civilian barber that I'm in the military. And I was like, can you do a low fade? I just need a low fade. It was after the holidays. So he gave me the perfect uh, high high fade. It looks ridiculous. Anyway, um, talking about Marines just being dumb. And I, I really thought to myself, I was like, it, it doesn't seem fair. Take an entire branch of people. That's thousands and thousands and thousands of people. And just by you know, stereotypes, I guess that's what stereotypes are, they're usually hurtful, but just to stereotype them all into dumb knuckle-draggers, the heat crayons, and blah, 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 and then I, and then I also, I remembered this, uh, I was conducting a McMap class one time, and, uh, McMap Marine Corps Martial Arts Program, and we just got done grappling, and one of the kids caught a boot to the eye, you know, while they're rolling around down there, and he had an abrasion above his eyebrow, so he's bleeding a little bit. And so there's a med pack that's hanging on the side of the dojo. And so I take the med pack and I threw it to him. I said, hey, uh, while you're getting your water, clean your eye. And this Marine took the med pack and then just wiped his face with it. <laughs> he just took the dirty medical bag that was hanging there. And instead of opening it up and taking out wipes or gauze or whatever, he just wiped the whole thing on his head and then hung it back up. And he was not kidding. That's what he really thought I meant by, hey, clean up your eye while you're getting water. So all that to say, I think maybe the Marine one's pretty accurate. Other than that, they're all wrong. <laughs> but I digress. So somebody sent me uh, an idea for an episode. Not, I mean, probably like a year ago and I just got done reading it. But, but they said... You should do a list, or at least have like an opinion on what you think the most realistic military movie is. Now, this is a highly, highly debated topic, um, because realism for everybody is. <laughs> I'll get deep with you. It's subjective, right? Because you know, one person's reality isn't in fact everybody's reality, and that, and that's true. Um, I always personally, I always said the movie Jarhead was the most accurate um, because of just the, the antics and the kind of inside jokes. And it, of course it's embellished. Any military movie you see, no matter what is embellished uh, unless it's like a straight up documentary. If it's a film made for entertainment purposes, it's going to be embellished in one way or another. And uh, except Top Gun two, uh, that was a perfect film. <laughs> I recently rewatched it and, uh, I was a, I was such a hater on it at first because of I just know so many people um, who were part of the movie process of that film and just you know Tom Cruise was such a dickhead to everybody and they fucking they made it just hell for every sailor on that ship where they shot those scenes and stuff and so I I saw it in the theater like a true American and the whole time I was like ugh what a dick ugh blah 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 but then I recently rewatched it through the lenses of okay, just fucking forget the realisticness of it and just watch the movie and be entertained. And it was it was glorious. It was a great movie, but I'm such a fucking hater. But obviously, I'm kidding. I think Jarhead for me, uh, that's the best Hollywood depiction of a military movie, in my humble opinion. So what I did is I scoured the internet and I found a website with a top ten list, and I chose this one. Because I feel like it is probably the most accurate. One, one of these films I haven't seen on here. But then also, a few of them are not fucking movies. Uh, so, we're going to dive into that list. But also, yeah. Alright, let's get started. 
Now, I will read from this website, but I will not plug the website because I don't know if it's a reputable one or not. I don't know what they're about, so I just saw this list of movies, so that's what I'm going to do. But the opening title, uh, The Most Realistic War Movies According to Military Veterans, which is always, every time you say, oh, this is what veterans say, it's usually fucking wrong because everybody in the military is so different. Um, The opening paragraph is, war movies are not always accurate. Hollywood is known to take some liberties here and there, all for the sake of selling tickets. But which war movie depicts life as a soldier most accurately? To answer such a question, it's best to look to the voice of experience. Military vets have weighed in with their opinions in an effort to find out which war flicks are most true to life. The following are the top ten most realistic war films, according to our uniformed heroes. Oh, fuck. Fucking heroes, bro. Number one. So this is automatically, this list is flawed because number one, the most voted one, is Restrepo. Now, if you know what Restrepo is, you're saying that's not a movie, that's a documentary. And you're correct. Because, of course, it's the most fucking realistic one because it's real. It's a documentary about Camp Restrepo. And it's a rough fucking watch, honestly. I'm at a point in my life that if I've been drinking, I can't watch Restrepo because it's a little too real. But that's, again, because it's a documentary. That's why it's fucking the most realistic. So I hate that. But for those who don't know what Restrepo is, here is the the lowdown on Restrepo. It says, Restrepo chronicles the deployment of a platoon of U.S. soldiers in Afghanistan's Korangal Valley, one of the most dangerous postings in the U.S. military. The movie focuses on 15 soldiers based at Outpost Restrepo, named after the platoon medic that was killed early in the deployment. Filmed by author Sebastian uh, Junger, uh, award-winning photographer Tim Heth- Hethingen-Turnson. Uh, Receptor takes viewers on their own 90-minute deployment. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. So pretty much these uh, reporters embedded with a U.S. Army platoon and an insanely uh, dangerous uh, outpost in Corngall Valley, and they just recorded it. They just recorded the deployment, and it's raw. And it's real because it's a documentary, not a movie. So no shit, this is the most accurate one. So again, this list is flawed, but I guess if we're technically saying that's a movie, of course it's the most realistic. So here's number two. Number two on the list is Generation Kill. Again, not a movie, a series, an HBO series uh, about the Rolling Stone guy who embedded with 1st Recon Battalion. Uh, uh, Yeah, it was during Baghdad. I had to read it. Um, So yeah, I think it's a very realistic show, but again, it's a series on HBO. Uh, Again, the jokes... um, are on par because it was it's a fucking really embedded person pretty much uh just talking about what what happened when he went with those marines and stuff and i, d- I do like the show a lot because of the the niche uh, realism in it here and there i mean it showed a fucking rp you know what i mean like that's how fucking real it is there's a goddamn rp in this show uh for about five seconds um but it uh yeah i i I think we all who have seen it, if you haven't seen it, it's definitely worth a watch. It's fantastic. Um, for those who've seen it, you love, you know, Sergeant Major. Like, fucking him and his, <laughs> I'm going to fuck him up with the grooming standards, is fantastic. That's tier one television. You can't beat that. Um, so, yeah, I, I agree with this being a very realistic movie, quote unquote. But, again, it's not a fucking movie. It's a series. So, we'll keep going down this list. So, again, flawed list, but technically, I agree so far. If we're talking movies that are movies number three is the first movie on the list and it's saving private ryan now i 
I've seen Saving Private Ryan. I enjoy that movie. Is it realistic? I don't know, because I was not there on D-Day, personally. Um, I haven't met anybody that was, so <laughs> I can't I can't vouch for how realistic it is. But I gotta say, from my lenses looking in, it's, it's pretty realistic. I mean, it's old school, obviously. It's a World War II flick, you know. Um, it's about the Rangers going to save Private Ryan, played by uh, Matt Damon. And uh, it's, it's, I mean, it stands up. There's no, I mean, top five saddest scenes for me personally in a movie is the very end. Uh, and spoiler, obviously, you haven't seen it. If, if you haven't seen Saving Private Ryan, what the fuck? How are you even listening to this podcast? That's fucking crazy. Um, but at the end of the movie, where he's talking to the gravestone of the lieutenant, and he's just like, you know, every day I think about what you said to me. I hope I've lived my life, you know, uh, like satisfactory you know to you and blah blah blah. i'm pretty much just saying like i've lived my life in honor of all you that came to save me if you don't break down and cry that scene you're a fucking monster and i don't ever want to meet you moving on the next film is actually one i haven't seen so (sighs) this list is getting away from me because i haven't seen it don't agree with it also agree with it i'm all over the fucking place today uh next film on the list is stalingrad now the lowdown slash rundown on this is an epic look at the battle that turned the tide of World War II. A band of determined Russian soldiers fight to hold a strategic building in their devastated city against a ruthless German army, and in the process become deeply connected to a Russian woman who has been living there. The scale of battle contrasts dramatically, dramatically with the human drama of the Russian soldiers, the few remaining civilians and their invaders into Stalingrad. Again, sounds interesting. Never seen the film. Uh, if anybody happens to, it's uh, it's called Stalingrad from 2013, approximately two hours and ten minutes, according to this little bio. Um, yeah, so let me know. Shoot me a message. <coughs> Next film, Full Metal Jacket. Now, uh, yeah, if you have not seen Full Metal Jacket, again, what the fuck? I mean, what the fuck? I would say the most realistic look into Marine Corps uh, boot camp, for sure. Obviously, the f- the first uh, opening act uh, of uh, if just them going through boot camp before going to Vietnam and going to war. It, you know, Gunny Ermy, obviously a legend in the Marine Corps ranks, just because of this film. I, I would say his his dialogue is what makes the first part of that movie. I mean, it's it's a perfect look into an old school salty drill instructor. Who likes to fuck with people? Um, yeah, it, it, and just the language and stuff—it's—it's it's stuff you hear in the Marines, uh, either because of those who came before them in the Corps or because of this fucking movie. I mean, just the quotes like "sucking a golf ball through a garden hose" like that came from Full Metal Jacket. Like fucking choke me with my hand, not your hand. Like that's—you'll <laughs> hear Marines just say that, and uh, it's from this film. So Full Metal Jacket, solid choice uh, when it comes to. I would say, yeah, uh, you know, boot camp and drill and stuff like that. The next movie on the list is Black Hawk Down. Well, again, a good movie, a fine film. I haven't seen it in a while, but I remember liking it. Um, it's as someone, I, I need to dance around my thing here. As someone who has served in uh special operations before 
I know a lot more about uh, the Mogadishu incident than I feel most people um, who have maybe just heard about it or seen the film or whatever. And so I think the historical accuracy is skewed, obviously. But I mean that's I mean that's just Hollywood movies, right? But again, uh, knowing what I know, uh, it, it's it's a little off. But as far as realistically depicting those soldiers in that situation, I would yeah. I mean it's pretty realistic, much more realistic than uh, you know, say some of those other. Uh, films of that nature. So yeah, Black Hawk Down. I, I, I agree. I just knocked something off my desk. I agree. Uh, deserves to be on this list. That's 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 a solid one, I guess. Next up, <coughs> oh boy, Lone Survivor. <sighs> okay. Well, again, sure. You know, it 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 comes from Marcus Luttrell's book. Uh, for those who don't know, um, I'll do the lowdown on Lone Survivor if you haven't seen it. Based on the New York Times bestselling story of heroism, courage, and survival, Lone Survival tells the incredible tale of four Navy SEALs on a covert mission to neutralize a high-level Al-Qaeda operative who, uh, who are ambushed by the enemy in the mountains of Afghanistan. Faced with an impossible moral decision, the small band is isolated from help and surrounded by a much larger force of Taliban ready for war. As they confront unthinkable odds together, the four men find reserves of strength and resilience as they fight uh, their way to survive. Um, so that was a terrible rundown, but pretty much Marcus Luttrell, Navy SEAL, gets sent on a four-man team to do a uh, reconnaissance mission. You know, they get ambushed by, to this day, unknown uh, number of Taliban fighters, but four against however many, obviously, insane odds. Marcus Luttrell is the only one to survive this mission, not without his wounds, obviously, but, uh, you know, the movie itself is a little grandizing, uh, as far as, but it's Hollywood, you know what I mean? Like, it is literally what they do, so, yeah, not, not terrible, I guess, should be on the list, I, I will say the reality is, I did like the interactions, like, like Marcus Luttrell, he has a cameo, in the, I believe, yeah, he does, uh, so, like, the banter, of like team guys together and like the way they talk and stuff. It's pretty, that's pretty spot on. Um, as far as the battle itself, you know, God and Marcus only know because that's, they're the only ones who live through it. So, um, obviously Michael Murphy, uh, Medal of Honor recipient for his actions that day. Uh, and the other men who, who passed on that mission, obviously it's very sad. Um, but yeah, I, you know, yeah, it deserves to be on here because from my again, for just I'm just talking about what I know. Uh, I will say the dialogue is good, and even they're um, they're doing sit reps. They're like get, they're briefing before the mission. That's pretty realistic. The way they talk, the way that again, I'm just remembering the movie now. The way they haze the new guys, pretty realistic. Um, yeah, not my favorite, but deserving to be top ten. I'll 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 do that just because I can't think of any others. Next on the list again, my sleeper pick, Jarhead. For those who have not seen it, <clears throat> based on Marine Anthony Swafford's biting memoir about his stint as a sniper in Operation Desert Storm, this film focuses on the long, lonely days spent at war and the cynicism and chaotic humor soldiers employ to deal with uh, unimaginable conditions. Now, that's kind of my thing, right? The combat, it's not heavy on combat. There's not a ton of it. There's a little bit, but not a ton. 
but it's the standby a standby the standby aspect of wartime people don't understand there's so much standing around in the military it's fucking insane <laughs> i mean that is just I, I saw a meme years ago that was like it was like a pie graph of uh like what you actually do in the military it's like it's like one percent's combat uh five percent is quote don't rape each other training uh you know a few other niche things and then the majority of the pie graph like you know 80 percent or whatever was like standing around wondering what the hell's going on which is true there's so much of that and i think uh jarhead does a really good job about obviously again coming from a actual marines book it, it does a really good job about the jokes and the, the niche stuff and yeah, I, I think Jarhead is probably my favorite as far as realism when it comes to the, to all these movies because it really does just do the best of capturing what the fuck is going on, why are we here, this sucks, um, all wrapped up in a nice two-hour and some-minute blanket. So that's the list according to this website. I um, Let me know your thoughts. I'd like to know uh, what movie is more realistic. Again, not better because there's better military movies out there, but that list was you know chronicling the legitimacy and the realistic so nothing's gonna be perfect right but those are the most realistic and i honestly i can't disagree except for the fact some of them aren't fucking movies some of our series and documentary the documentary should be on there of course it's the most realistic because it's a fucking documentary and um also if you haven't seen restrepo do yourself a favor if you want to know what it's like to legitimately go to war watch restrepo it is gut-wrenching. I literally can't watch it if I've been drinking, so... <clears throat> I can't watch it tonight! Hey. Alright, what time is it? What, what the fuck are we doing? Yeah. Yeah, I think we'll wrap there. Short episode today, guys. Um, just want to get back in the flow of things. Talk to a couple of my YouTube buddies. Uh, they're going to have me on their show. I'll have on this show, vice versa. A lot of cross-pollination coming on this year, so... Yeah, stick around. Thanks for uh, listening as always. I don't have a workout of the day. Again, just getting back into this. So pretty much just wanted to launch this show to let you know I'm alive, doing well, fucking moisturizing, thriving, or whatever the women say. And I'm going to go watch my my Pacers win tonight. Pacers doing great this year, if y'all are basketball heads. Uh, Look out for my motherfucking Indiana Pacers. So I appreciate y'all listening. Tell a friend, share, like, subscribe, all the things. And as always, stand by for more.